Hey guys, this is Jess. And this is Gil. And welcome to Culture Theory. Culture Theory. ASMR edition. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Good episode. ASMR edition. <laughs> How are you, Jess? doing great girl so we're not actually doing an asmr video no um we are talking about relaxing today though Yeah, we're, we're talking about chilling and taking breaks and crunchy pretzels these are probably the best pretzels i've ever had these are my oats is it oats 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 utz mm. You ever had a Auntie Anne's pretzel? Yo. What's your favorite one? The... You want to say the almond one? He's so bougie. The almond? <laughs> what, did you say almond? Almond, yeah. That's so weird. Did you say it, almond? Is it almond, right? I say almond. Almond? Yeah. It sounds like you're from like the sea, the, the fucking oats. Oots. I love almonds. 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 Yeah, I like the the al- al- almond one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I forget what's sprinkled on it, but it's a bunch of sweet stuff. Mine is the cinnamon sugar because I'm an adult. Cinnamon sugar. I'm a real person. It took me a while to get into that one, or cinnamon in general. You don't um, like cinnamon? I don't know. No, not really. Wow. I only like cinnamon in my Haitian chocolate. Mm. Haitian cocoa. What's in Haitian cocoa that's different than regular cocoa? Fat. Fat? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It just has a bunch of oil, chocolate, Ew. and it's so good. It's very oily. It's it's made it's made in the. <laughs> it has oil. It has chocolate. Haitian cocoa because natural Haitian cocoa is just dark and ritty. It just tastes good. Like our people. Yeah. What is this drink? I had it when I was younger. It was hot. There was pepper in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like a hot chocolate or something. Yeah, chocolate. It has pepper in there too. It was just like regular pepper, like ground pepper that you would put in your food. Mm-hmm. It was like in the cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah, that that's the thing about the the Haitian people, even though it's a small island, it has so much diversity. Like the way people make their own uh soup jumu, some people put uh pumpkin, some people don't put pumpkin. Some people put hot dogs. Some people put chicken feet. It's so different. I ask people what is in soup jumu, and everyone's like, everything. You put anything yes. in it. Yeah. And I'm like, but like, what's the recipe? And they're like, you can put anything. You can put it, it, the whole thing is like just celebrating uh, a new year. That's okay. I mean. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So this week we're going to be talking about basically relaxing, um, taking a break. Um, and I... Ugh, I hate saying this because I feel like I'm excluding a lot of people, but especially for content creators. But I guess this applies to anyone in general. My dog's picked this exact moment to eat her breakfast. That food's been in her bowl for the last three hours, and she's she chills right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking. I'm hungry. They already recorded their minute of um, dead silence to get the noise out. So let me just... <clears throat> My dog's doing her own ASMR video in the kitchen. 
you guys here and just over here recording you can find her at leia the pig on instagram at leia the pig i'm kidding she does have her own instagram account though she does my little brother made her um an instagram account i forgot what it's called yes fathead puppy butt baby that's her nickname nice yeah so you can find on instagram at fathead puppy butt baby yeah really cute but so this week we just want to talk about unwinding relaxing taking a step back and i feel like right now there's a renewed hope with our new president and vice president mr joe biden and Ms. kamala harris who i've named my new um, money tree after because when i got my money tree not only did it have new sprouts budding but it also had these really tall beautiful leaves and i felt like it reminded me of growth and new beginnings and I feel like Kamala brings that to us. So we're not getting too political. I feel like this is a good time for everyone to kind of just like <sighs> breathe, take a step back and learn some of these simple ways that you can make time for yourself and recharge so you can go ahead and get started on whatever your passion is, whether that's um, working at your shitty nine to five. Some people like it, you know, so I know people have been a cashier for 25 years and they don't want to move up and they don't want to leave. That's their thing. You know what I mean? That's their joint, you know, and um, there's some people that are like, man, if I work at this job for more than a year, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. (laughs) You know, everybody has their own purpose, but whatever your purpose is, you want to help you unwind and get back to it. Yeah, I like that. I feel like we were holding our breath for all of 2020. Because we didn't know if there if we there was going to be a 2021. So it feels good to just live. exhale and relax. Right, right. So as usual, as usual, as per usual, we're going to start off with our first segment with wants to know. So this week, Victor, our producer, wants to know what are some ways that we can get our content out so that more people can see it. So this is more specifically for people who create content online. How can you get it so that more people are seeing your content and it's, it's a, you're reaching a more, and I'm going to say organic audience. Cause I, I, you know, we're, we're way past buying, mm-hmm. you know, some subscribers and followers and things like that. So how we can build an organic audience that's going to come back and also reach people that are going to want to see our content specifically things that I do and I tell uh, my clients is organically contact these people, go to where these people are, join a Facebook group. It's free. Mm-hmm. Go to Reddit, find a community of people who are interested in the thing that you're talking about. Right. You have a niche. There's people who are in that niche in that world in Reddit, Facebook groups, uh, YouTube, go in the YouTube comments. There are people, those videos you're watching, those are free followers, free people that you can just organically contact and reach. Yep. So do the do the due diligence and find those people, find that group. That is true. Yeah. I'd say one thing is, and it is going to take some work, but really focus on marketing, the tools of marketing. Everyone's heard <coughs> about this, but may not know what this is. And this is SEO, which is search engine optimization. And I believe I've already talked about this before on the podcast, but really learning how to 
put in those keywords, how to use them. If you're a video creator, you know, putting those keywords and those tags in your title, your description, and in the tag portion, um, Google owns YouTube. And when Google indexes your information, they use a lot of, uh, different, not criteria, but they use, they do a, a lot of different things to get your content seen. So in order for you to become like, and a standard for that particular thing or in your industry, you really have to learn how to work the keywords. So um, one thing that I did is one of my, my second most successful video on my YouTube channel was the Pharrell human race, um, kind of like a pre video type thing. So I put this video out and I timed it perfectly. Pharrell was putting out the skincare line. It was two days before launch. I made the video and I knew that people were going to be searching about it because of course it was available in two days for us, but other companies, brands, influencers were already going to have it and have already talked about it. So I literally went, I gathered all this information, all the information that I could um, because unfortunately, and I'm not putting the money out there, but um, these people and influencers and brands who are given the stuff, a lot of times they're these big brands. They're not really concerned about making you money because talking about you, you're like your company, like whatever company is giving them the item, that's not where they're getting their money from. They're getting their money by saying, oh, look, look, I have content about this really cool thing you like. And, you know, they get the visitors and um, they get like the AdSense and stuff like that. That's what makes their their money. So um, they didn't have a lot of information. So I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my knowledge of skincare, my knowledge of the ingredients and my everyday practical use of the products. And I'm going to talk about every single thing from the line, why I think it's good, why I think it might not work and how to implement it into your skincare regimen, which literally nobody did because all they did was get it, wash their face and go, Ooh, nice. Um, I even watched a video this morning of a YouTuber that I like, his name is Tippendale, and he was doing a review of it, and he was talking about the uh, the second step in the the whole bundle, which is the Lotus Enzyme Exfoliator. It is a chemical exfoliant, so it's inside of it's it's chemicals. It's and it's inside of a cream. They chose to do a cream version of it, and he was putting it on, and he's like, I really felt like. Um, this wasn't going to work for me. Um, it's not as exfoliant as I thought it was going to be. And it's like, he, he's not a skincare YouTuber. So he has literally no knowledge. It's not supposed to be gritty and rough. It's a chemical exfoliant. It literally works into your skin as you're rubbing it in. And it continues to work into your skin even after you wash it off. So you're not going to feel the notice or, or notice the difference immediately, but it, it comes later. Um, but anyway, so I had done all that kind of stuff and people were really interested. And so because I knew about my timing, what was trending, um, and I knew what keywords to put, people saw it because it was indexed well. And that's what you kind of have to do is understand what your industry is, look up those trends and put in the work. What keywords are going to hit? What keywords are oversaturated? What keywords are not searched enough? You know, and you can use Google Trends. Google Trends is a great tool for that. So I think marketing, even though it's boring as all hell, is one of the absolute most important tools that you can use as far as getting your content out. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Google Trends. <laughs> Google Trends. So, all right. So that's it for who wants to know. Um, thank you to our producer, Victor, for that awesome question. Um, you know, me 
Gil and Victor are all still in our the beginning stages of our journey. Um, even with the success we have, we know we have a long way to go. And we utilize these tools every single day. And it's not always going to work. And you might get right on trend um, with other people and, it, and you might not be successful. And you may. And that that's just a part of content creating is just putting the content out there and something will stick. And it's usually the thing that you think is exactly. like the student, like no one's going to watch this. And that's the thing yep. that blows up every time. Ask any creator. So, all right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and get into our, um, our, our, our way we make our money. The way that we get y'all to understand um, where exactly we're going to be millionaires at, you know, mm-hmm. like where where you can find us, where you can give your stimmies. Um, and the next stimmy, hey, you know, executive order for that 14 hundo, <laughs> give $5 to Culture Theory, um, where you can find us on socials, our website, and more. Hey, guys. Check us out on Instagram at Culture Theory Podcast. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash culture theory. Stay updated with us on our website, culturetheorypodcast.com. Hey, we're back. And we're back. So we just wanted to talk to you guys today about a few ways that you can step back and unwind to kind of reset and refocus your brain. So you can get back into content creating. We're giving you permission to take a break. Right. If this is not what you're going to use to take a break, if we can't convince you today, I don't know who can. I don't. Welcome to culture theory. Peer pressure. A lot lot of people feel like when it comes to content creating or anything in general, you have to do it now and you have to do it. And if you don't do it now, you're a failure. Yes. But we have to realize it's okay to take a break Mm because when you come back with it with fresh eyes, things make sense. And when you're, you ever notice when you're in a shower, all the best ideas come in. Right. You're relaxed. Right. That warm water's hitting your back Mm -hmm. and just the ideas are just. I take cold showers. Right. Ew, a gill. I feel so awake when I. I could wake up at six o'clock in the morning, take a cold shower. I am up. I literally tried to take a cold shower and it's one of those things where I feel like it's a torture mechanism. I'm sorry. It really is <laughs> because I feel like if I can take a cold shower, I can conquer anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, feel, I just feel like I can just take on the day. I took a cold shower today. <laughs> you don't, Your words mean nothing to me, human. <laughs> So that's a gun in your face. Yeah, go ahead and shoot. Ain't gonna do nothing. I took a cold shower today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Shoot me. Took a cold shower. Let me see that bullet goes anywhere. Yeah, that shot, that stream hit my back this morning. That bullet ain't nothing. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm gonna start off. Um I think a great way to unwind is literally separating yourself from anything that you feel like doesn't serve you in the moment. And a lot of times, especially in this age, it's just like stepping back from social media or not engaging in things that make you uncomfortable. So last year was pretty hard. Like, you know, I deal with depression regularly, but it it has to be like a pretty low point. Like there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of something happening. And, and that's usually where my depression really hits hard. And last year, it was like hard to get out of it. Like usually it's like depression gets bad. I get out of it and I'm good for a long time, maybe years, months, whatever. But last year was like a roller coaster. Like 
you know, like snot nose crying. Like I was snot nose crying last year. Like it was just a lot of stuff that happened at one time. And I was like back to back. Like I was running every day for like a month and running. If you know me, I hate running, hate it. But I had gotten to a groove and like me and my friend were like constantly engaging about running and tips and this and that. And I feel like I was getting into a groove and it was like, for the first time in my life, like ever, I had a routine. Like I, I had a, I had a nutritionist. I spoke to all the time. I had my friend motivating me. Like and 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 it was good. And then I then I got a foot injury. <laughs> and I went to the doctor. Like and it was just like, it was all this stuff. You know, like doctor telling me like, oh, you you know, you injured your foot, and this is permanent. And um, if you don't want it to get worse, and you want to continue running, you don't have to do all the stuff and like wrap your foot, blah blah blah, which was fine. I was okay with that. But he's like, you're going to have to take pain medication every day that you go running for the rest of your life. And I don't take medication for anything. And I literally was like, well, (laughs) yeah, that's it. You know, I stopped running. So I stopped exercising. I stopped taking care of myself. You know, I had like fallen out with a friend and it just got to a point where I like Victor was driving me home. Victor's my husband slash producer, if you didn't know. And I was just snot nose crying in the car. And. Anything that happened after that day, I just couldn't deal with, you know, any of the um, protests that were going on, any of these horrible news stories about black people getting shot by police yet again, still happening. Like I couldn't deal with it. And prior to that, I could engage in those things and be okay with it. Like I could engage in those things and and say like, yes, 100 percent. This is the research that I put into it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to write to Congress. I was one of those people signing petitions and writing my congressman and blah, blah, blah. And and I just got to a point where I was like, I literally can't even watch these anymore. Like, I just can't deal with this right now. And at first I felt horrible. Like I felt like a sellout. Like I felt like a sellout to my people. I'm always talking about how I'm promoting the black experience and I'm uplifting black people. And here I was doing literally the bare minimum, sharing some posts and then literally logging off and living my regular life. And I felt guilty. And I'm like, people are dying. People are dying. The least you could do is, you know, work and put in the effort. But it was like at that point in my life, I literally couldn't even turn on the TV or watch news or whatever. And I just stopped subscribing to news altogether. I didn't go on Twitter for months because Twitter is such a place full of you know, current events, headlines, et cetera, et cetera, that it wasn't even a break from social media. I just had to like unfollow people or stay off of complete social media platforms altogether that I felt like were triggering for me. And it was so hard for me to just get through the day that I couldn't take anything else. Like all the energy I had was to get me through my day. Um, And after just not doing and engaging with those things that made me feel worse, it helped. And, um, you know, it took me a long time to even think about content creating, but I got into it, got back into it. You know, people always talk about, oh my God, you make videos like a month apart. Yeah. Sometimes like, (laughs) I don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. You know, so these videos you see and you like these, this content, it's hard. It's hard for me sometimes to like get out of bed. And last year was horrible. I mean, I lit, I mean, you can ask my husband, there was a point in my depression. I think it was like a month or two after my breakdown that I was like, I'm quitting making content all together. I don't see the point. This is too much. It's just, it, it's overwhelming. It's exhausting. And I literally told them that I was going to quit. 
And the next day is when I made that the human race video. And it got at this point, it's like almost 2,400 views, which in grand scheme is not a lot. But for me, it is. And I was like, okay, I can't quit. I might not be able to still make the videos at the frequency that I want to, but I can't quit altogether. And that's when I, I learned to give myself the grace of, you know, I'm not making money off of the social stuff that I do. My Instagram, my YouTube channel, I don't make money off of that. So for me, it was like, okay, I can take a step back. And I'm sure people will understand and they'll be okay with the fact that I'm taking time for myself because I need this. Because if it gets to a point where I just hit a wall and I just decide ultimately I'm never making content, I'm shutting all this stuff down. I'm, you know, I'm canceling my, my website and my, my domain, all that, everything. Um, I don't know that I would want to do it all again. Building yourself back up is a lot. Yes. So, um, just allowing yourself permission to step back from things that don't serve you, even if you feel like you're being a sellout or you're letting someone down. Because at the end of the day, you have to be selfish a little bit, at least. You have to be able to say, if I'm not okay, everything else can't be okay. And um, so, yeah, just like like you said in the beginning, like just giving yourself permission to step back is super, super important. And it's okay if, you know... It's like two steps forward, one step back. You're still taking one step forward. You know, you're not losing things. You might not get there as fast as you want to, but it's just important that you put yourself in a place where you can continue to create content and and push yourself. And sometimes it's not okay. And we're still healing from last year. Like, great, we have a new president. Stuff seems to be moving. We have people that care about us and want better for us. But you, we're still working on getting rid of like the trauma, the pain, the depression, the stress, the anxiety of last year. We're still in a pandemic. You know, everything is a peachy keen. People are still dying. Things are still happening. You know, the only thing that's changed is like we have hope. So The thing that I would say too about taking a break is we need to give ourselves permission, but it's so natural to look at other content creators online and like, well, Susie Q is doing it. She's still making content. But social media, especially Instagram, is a highlight reel. Only showing the best parts of our day. We're only showing the the highlights, the amazing parts, the things that we can get potential clients. We can get people to like and follow. These people go through stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And like we were saying, um, you know, we were texting yesterday. A lot of these people have the, the, uh, the ability to pay people to create content for them Mm -hmm. so they can just relax and just vibe. And some of these people have their Instagram or social media on autopilot for months to come while they're relaxing, taking a break. So not everything we see online is real. We need to be able to realize that like most of these things are just (laughs) fake. I did a consultation with a client the other day and he was, he was depressed. He used the term I haven't heard in a while. He's like his wife, burnt the mattress under him you ever heard that term no i haven't it means his his partner was um trying to destroy his dream mm, like okay. she, she burnt the mattress under me man i'm like why what happened oh she's saying i'm not making any money doing this content stuff and i just feel low and he's i was looking at him you know via zoom he looked depressed he looked sad and i was like dude you need to take a break just relax allow yourself to just relax and take a break yeah but Look at this guy. This guy doing this thing. I'm like, this guy's probably, this is an old post. He's like, what, what do you mean? I was like, this is probably a post that he posted months, he did months ago. Oh, no, he's always working. 
dude, trust me, you can just take a photo that you posted years ago, days before ago, behind the scene, and then post it. People do that all the time. You can do that and then take a break. You know, he's like, oh, I had no idea people do that. Yes, people on social media, I do that sometimes. I'm having a low week as far as like content creation. Hey, I'm posting an old video, post an old photo of me doing a photo shoot or a podcast, whatever the case is, and post it. Right. He's like, oh, I had no idea. I'm like, yeah. So just allow yourself to recharge, no pressure. Take a little vacation away from Instagram, away from social media, away from photography. Then come back to it with fresh eyes. Right. And I know that like you see the content. So you're like, oh, this is old. But there's stuff like I shared last night. I just shared like a bunch of old stuff because this is content I created before I got like most of my following, which is honestly like most of my coworkers because they're all also content creators. So they, you know, they support now. But I made content before I knew them. So I shared a bunch of this stuff and people were liking some of it and commenting on it. And it's like, this is old, but they've never seen Mm -hmm. it before. So it's to them, it's new. Or, you know, even if you follow people because of the algorithm on social media, there's a post that they might have just posted today and you'll never see it. And then in a couple like months, you're saying a, a follower that we follow, you say, oh, did you see their post? Like, no, I didn't. Right. You know, that, that's how social media works. Right. So I know that you see your own content, but everyone else doesn't see it. And don't be afraid to repost old stuff. It's still good content. Yeah. And a lot of people may not have seen it already. And if you like it, like I post stuff sometimes that I just like, damn, this was really funny. Like me and Gil did a video years ago. I think it was like 2016, 2017 or whatever. And it was like, what are we laughing at? And it's like, and I still don't remember what we were laughing about, but I just remember like in that moment we were like crying laughing. And so like just bringing up that post like brings joy, but it is connected to a video that we did. So like I'll share it because, you know, someone will see it. They'll be like, damn, they are giggling. What is so funny? What is so funny? Let me click the link. Right. Exactly. Because sometimes I have to click the link again and be like, what was so funny? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's okay. And like. Like when you were saying that people have like backlogged content, when I worked in marketing, I was a copywriter and we had to create content. We had to turn in a, a content calendar for the entire month. So we had to come up with 30 posts, 30, this 30, that, that we wanted to put in for the month. And we had to get that done and, and put up so that it just, we were just posting it. And we use things like Hootsuite to automatically post, um, you know, to Twitter or to Instagram or Facebook from our website you know, the content that was there or whatever, so that that content was done and we could just focus on the month ahead because every month has a theme and you have to kind of get in before. So like, you know, like I've already preemptively planned four videos. Now I'm going to try four videos. Ne- no, I'm not going to try. I'm going to do it Four videos next month where I have four products four skincare products um, from from black owned companies. And then I'm going to, you know, talk about them, demo them, et cetera, et cetera. I did that last month. I bought four products. I sat down and said, okay, which four products are people going to like? Which one of these are popular? Which ones am I probably going to get a kickback from or whatever? And um, that's what I did. You know, you have to do that. You have to, um, you know, just make content and have something in your pocket and just do a lot of stuff. Like I have this big box of stuff that I have to re- do a review for. I have no idea when I'm going to like put that content out. But now I have 53 photos, 53 photos worth of content that I can put out. So whenever I'm ready, all I have to do is, oh, this is what this is. And this is how you use it. And this is how you put it on. Post a picture. Boom. That's it. It's going to take me five minutes. 
And then we can even do what we talked about, about on Facebook content creator, schedule it out with Facebook and have it post on your Instagram, wherever the case is on Facebook and Instagram. And you could pick whenever you want to post it. Exactly. It's pretty dope. Thank God. I don't know why they took so long to make that. Right. But, you know, just having that there so that that content is readily available for you and you can make sure that um, you're not killing yourself and you're still able to put out content. And in the event that, Hey, maybe you don't have content you want to put out that you have backlogged. Um, you can just go ahead and repost old content. It's still good content. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I think, you know, honestly, I think we take social media way too seriously and it is important. Like this is how we communicate now is online through social media, um, and this is how we make money for a lot of us, not me, yet, but, <laughs> but I will be very soon. And this, so, you know, it, I think that we put a lot of pressure on it, but it, it really should still be something that you enjoy doing, not something that you feel like you're killing yourself to get done. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love it, Yeah, but take a break. yeah, take a break, allow yourself, give yourself the permission to take a break. So that you can recharge and come back better than ever with some dope ass content. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, guys. So that's it for this week's episode of Culture Theory. As per usual, you know, we have these wonderful people giving their hard earned earned coinage to us. And these are our Patreon Patreons at patreon.com slash culture theory. They donate every single month. I mean, we have people donating five, ten dollars, fifteen, um, fourteen ninety-five. Um, you know, it's whatever you can give. You can give a one-time donation, you can give a recurring donation, it's whatever you can afford to give, whatever you want to give out of your heart. But we love creating this content, but obviously, you know, we we'd love to do way more and we just need the time, the funds to be able to say, hey, I can comfortably quit my job. Come on, y'all, for nothing, for nothing else. Help us quit our job. <laughs> and so we can create more awesome content for you. And uh, you can give just like these amazing Patreon patrons. Yeah, boy, Jay Pizzy. Vic Peck. Kenneth Collins, Alberto Glover, Antonio McFadden, Diodore Mias, my mom, Ashley, Anton, Sean J. Hudson, Willie Reese, and Julius Jordan. Jordan. A huge thank you to our Patreon theorists for supporting the show. You guys are the bomb.com. Y'all are the bomb diggity. Y'all are the bee's knees. You hit, you slap. All, All that. that. So thank you again for watching another or watching. Ooh, watching. Ooh, wow. YouTube Studio is coming up though. Studios yeah. is almost done. Studio looks dope so far, yeah. but y'all can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. And um, but thank you for listening to this episode of Culture Theory. If you'd like to support us, make sure you can um make sure you can. No, you can. You can. Make sure you go to patreon.com slash culture theory to donate whatever you can to the Patreon. Every single month. I think minimum is $5. $5. Minimum is $5. But hey, we'll take it. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Culture Theory Podcast. And visit us on our website, culturetheorypodcast.com. Thank you guys so Thank you guys so much for watching. And we will watching. see. We, I'm going to keep. I am so sorry, guys. I do video content. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.